Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic to my lovely community when yesterday i said educator it is one to let those who will start coming to tune in to the podcast understand it's not a place of entertainment meaning I'm, I'm trying to share information so that every person when they leave you don't have to come back you don't have to take the online course when it's out you don't have to buy the books you don't have to <laughs> have anything to do with me if you don't want to but you will leave knowing that as a human being you have an infinite higher human potential from the mind heart and body of you that words matter the way you think matters and that there are a lot of experts out there a lot of different subject matters out there none of them seem to address areas that i know for one me i would have loved to have and not because of anything except for the continuous curiosity i've had always towards humanity towards being a person a human the feelings the day-to-day insecurity everything and although a lot of people that know me and, and that i've had in my life for many years still to this day are uh, what would seem not quite um how can i put it a hundred percent understanding when i tell them that my depth my thoroughness it has nothing to do with fear of change or fear of yada yada even though as those who have been tuning in know like when i look at my relationship with my mother this is where it's very important and beautiful 
that the complete opposite the part where while i'm a huge planner uh, she's not and that i'm certain this was not something that was necessarily in my inner harmony like with my sense of security thanks to having her share her thoughts which as an unconditioned loving mother also i mean it was the ways was always uh very clear that it was to try and and let me be okay with the uncertainties and insecurities of life right so most parents i would say unless they're parents that have been abused themselves psychologically by being told they're no good the parents who have had the you're good but a regular discipline so to speak so the kind words uh, maybe a tone maybe a way but at the end of the day they are people who were taught to be secure so when insecurity came about they had parents who said it's okay as long as those individuals had that they will in one shape form or another share that with their children as well now when the opposite happens this is where we have a different set of issues meaning a probably not love high insecurity maybe anxiety maybe anger maybe the the individual who does not uh find their place and does not feel comfortable and secure in life okay so this is where you could keep going on this my point is i would say probably a majority it seems when when you look at averages about the world everyone has insecurities the interesting part is again that aspect of not being shared by the experts a down-to-earth format of how a human it's normal and this is why and here are various options and not because it's not a big deal or because it is a big deal or you know any of the extremes literally i say experts because they're the ones who are supposed to be the objective ones who are sharing objective information the objective is only when it's a data point at this point what we realize that the expertise is in fields and subject matters and they come at their data with the same way we all come at things which is with a foundation that has already taken place and with a way of adding up those data points as well so while if you tell me the molecular composition of water is whatever h2o actually (laughs) i think that's the one i should remember this i i actually have done that class in high school so yeah h2o i know h2o is water so i believe that's the chemical composition i got it right look at that um what i was trying to say is the chemical composition we break it down with a microscope you see it they've defined the exact uh, you know what it is h2o and they show you we can see it when you if you've been to college or even in high school that's where i got the last was in high school where we got to put together the forget their names anyways point is that's objective anything else I would say has objective analysis but there are aspects that come at play and all we have to do is think back to what was it there's this study way back when where there was uh, the statement made of different brain sizes between a caucasian and african-american this is in america if i'm not mistaken 
do not remember where i read this but psychologists or doctors were the ones who were saying this now whatever article i read obviously was talking about discrimination and something else what my mind navigated instead to immediately was not only did they maybe have a sample size that was that in that way the limited technology too and there is that that thought so this is where i'm trying to help all of those who tune in to understand when we us ourselves are reading something we're already coming at it with our own perspective and that perspective may be yours or it may be connected to your society it depends now if you are solely somebody who functions with society engagement and so there's a set number of things that are true and that is it versus open-ended meaning i know that i know these sets of things this is the limited knowledge i have at this moment and this is the limited knowledge that my human species has at this moment and so you approach topics in this way of knowing that you know but you don't know all but you know a good portion but you don't know all you're not arrogant because you're not insecure and this is where educator i said that because it's about informing inspiring and 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 letting you guys know our species we are infinite because guess what the mind the thought it's not tangible they can break it down on a chemical level molecular level at the end of the day we can engage with each other and have very different conversations and we can look back in time and you will always find something new it's not because of the good or bad aspect which is so limited when people look at something from today and say and this was a horrible person x y and z from today versus remembering at that time this was the norm so you are actually applying a judgment on a human being that came from a time where instead what that was was their culture it's not about justifying the actions in this moment it's about understanding how a species evolves and we as a species evolve culturally things that today are acceptable were not acceptable way back when to call an individual a bigot i think that's a word i don't yeah like an ignorant person or ignorance would be a right word but to accuse and judge and condemn a human being as lower than you or lower than somebody because they have a certain type of mindset is forgetting about a lot of components that are part of that person's that's being inobjective if you ask me and while from an individual who lives their day to day and does not have a specific field of expertise that they're specializing in i do not expect them to lead their life with that knowledge i would expect it as i did as a child and then i slowly found out more and more that the information was being given to me with a limit with a uh, subjective opinion with a way of directing me or telling me instead of educating me thoroughly and i mean i still remember getting nagged because i would ask questions so many questions so i stopped asking questions and i started reading and finding out on my own the in-depth information on any subject it didn't make me insecure and it didn't make me upset i understood people don't like to answer questions apparently they have an issue with it but i'm curious so i'm going to keep reading and i'm going to find out and when people would say but they're an expert it doesn't mean anything i still have questions that want answers because my heart tells me there's more and my heart always knows there's more and with humanity that whole part of being in duality 
my heart knew more and it had chosen already love and so it kept going and to this day there's no human that i would not share compassion and love with because i am certain that even if they are the most screwed up person ever they have been through something and that's you know something that i have no doubt about if they go and take a look at that nervous system at that brain at that body and if that's the makeup of the body to label with a condemnation and a and a not loving heart with a heart that judges that is not objective and while the individual fine you know live your day-to-day do that my lovely experts why am i calling you an expert why am i calling you a leader me maria so anybody who thinks of leadership you might have your own definition again expertise obviously is because the way they study the material however you will find that there are those who express their opinions without saying that's my opinion so to speak and they legitimately they like tell it to you as if that's the one truth and that's it when i come here i know that i have infinite love for humanity and i tell you guys this but that's also why i call the inspiring human potential and that's always why i'm very clear and transparent of my love for humanity as a human myself but because that is exactly what i hold and to this day now i know thanks to that lovely book that broke down the nervous system and the brain development for me that piece that was missing so that we could have all the dots connected and as i educate meaning inform inspire share with you information that you can find in other books and you probably already have evaluated yourself or anyways you know some stuff is new some stuff is not i get to share with you a breakdown of it in a way that we don't find and today's topic is actually fascinating because you will find (laughs) that they don't talk about the nervous system at all and that today this was the immediate part i said wait a minute insecurity so i started doing a search right because when we say insecurity what do you what do we think we think of most people i would say at least from the western world meaning the america europe countries that uh we have food we we have shelter uh, we have homeless issues and food issues but there is more abundance than other parts of the country or the world right uh and we'll get into why i mentioned this because actually until this moment i didn't know that food insecurity was one of the uh, types of insecurity listed i had always known of emotional the psychological insecurity focuses on emotional insecurity and when you do a quick search you immediately find the definition as well as related health conditions if you only type in insecurity on google you get 171 million results in less than 68 seconds the first dictionary uh, that they give us is the google dictionary so i'll read that in fact from the inner growth word of the day i use miriam webster so first i'll read the miriam webster dictionary definition that i chose oh and side note before we keep going what i was trying to say the educator coaching consulting these are terms i use and uh, my area of expertise is online marketing and the social sciences for sure my degrees however are political science and international relations and diplomacy but once i began writing the inner growth mindset book i began accumulating the 
information that led me to be able and build the inner growth uh, program it's an online course which will be hopefully available by this year but before that my priority is the be proud to be human series because thanks to understanding the nervous system's response which are societal engagement uh, flight fight and freeze pause so anytime there's a every what is it called a perceived threat the body the person you the individual you will have a defense you already have an automatic defense stance in fact when they go and look at the human's nervous system and then these are those three responses so societal engagement is when you're seeking that help of your parent at an infant stage flight fight would be when you're starting to argue or fight about it and get upset about it freeze pauses when you don't care anything you don't feel numbness life nothing detachment complete detachment and we have discussed how this can take place by leaving a child to cry on end unattendedly for i don't know exactly how long because the documentary never mentioned the exact time however they mentioned this is how sociopaths come to be so because my lovely listeners hear this tidbit usually within the um, episodes it's 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 important for anybody who does not have that this plus the emotional brain development from zero to two years of age and then the rational brain development hemispheres the two hemispheres uh, that rational brain hemisphere being developed after three years of age makes it very clear that that primary consciousness the sensorial aspects are all that are part of our foundation and we're organized in flight fight so your body through senses though images smells you don't have thoughts you're beginning to experience life and then when you begin speaking about your own self it will be based on what you've been told you are by others not in a way to condemn any parent in a way for you to have this information and to know that you are already responding with specific areas of flow or not flow like when i gave you guys that example i'm very meticulous i'm very organized i'm very to the dot my mom's much more like be flexible take risks and this was always a big clash for me that i worked with and then realized that the clash is because that i don't organize that that does not work for my body my body doesn't feel secure my mind doesn't feel that's not doesn't feel good and i worked in fact with this aspect though thanks to her so one of the first things that i began practicing was a feeling of comfort and sense of security with the unknown because i also have been raised with faith jesus and god so i also had that which i knew was always with the love if you uh, you know believe and do good things of that nature as a child again you know that's where you can either keep moving on a path that you've chosen or not i I kept moving on that path it was very clear didn't you don't have to do anything mean to get to places you don't have to respond with the same you know coin and stuff like that so the part of being able to work with me was that inclination did it mean that i enjoyed the different ways of uh, not organizing or risk taking no i didn't but i worked with it meaning i didn't um, point a finger and look at you know my mother as somebody who didn't love me so i was like with that accusation now somebody else might have had instead of different development where that hurt stays and it stings 
and so in that case that would mean you would probably be able to identify that in the insecurities that come about on an emotional level because it would be probably something like uh, wishing it was different so maybe rage or, or vindictiveness kind of feelings not that you would take action per se but this type of feeling like i wish i could take back what was taken so that you feel something was taken for you from you and that type of anger from within it's very particular so for me it was simply dealing with something different that didn't make my body comfortable but knowing that it was loving since the way it came out was always in a way that showed that it came from love was very clear i simply didn't like it but this is where as you grow up you learn that life isn't all about you right it doesn't the world doesn't revolve around you and they they tell us these things in nice ways besides the ones who are in the not nice ways but that part of understanding this is where now that you're an adult you get to tend to that ego in those areas those places that self that was in a wanting and didn't get so inner growth unconditional love neutrality this way of looking at you as a human being and all people part of it without accusing without staying in duality is what supports a person to overcome insecurity for example in a very uh what's the word very fixed for good way because you are working with the body of you which always has been feeling things since the moment you're born the first time you're negated food it's traumatic the first time you have colic pains probably is traumatic uh the first time that you recognize consciously that you are not one with your mother is when you have the first set of night terrors which all infants have according to psychologists of children it's the first night terrors i don't remember if it's three or six months because this is where my twin sister has kids and told me and i witnessed my niece and nephew going through them and and that's why i remember it and the part of the consciousness and realizing you're not one with the mother it was either her or somebody else always that has children so again your consciousness is what makes your life we talked about that yesterday your consciousness is made of thoughts and feelings your mind and your heart those two are the emotional mental layers of you but before you even get to that you got the societal filters that you were taught by your parents and the filters of you that you were taught also and not only the parents so remember you are already adding up the dots in sensorial way again i give you that example of my uh, relationship with this worry and time and stuff like that and having an opposite type parent so more uh, free to plan whenever you know in the moment basically Uh, and some people they actually feel better in that they don't want to have roots they don't want to have this it's almost like the 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 complete opposite it feels suffocating Uh, my mom for example doesn't wear watches because they uh, at least she used to not to yeah no she still doesn't because that will make her feel very uh, yeah not not relaxed (laughs) so remember these things these are important i I giggle because sometimes she tunes into my podcast so she'll be like stop talking about me um the aspects that you can recall of you from a bodily um way will help you as you pursue inner growth and this is where it is about 
bringing the unconditional love towards you and the parent parents uh, people around you no matter what has taken place your heart is a muscle it's yours that saying the heart is broken is an expression that limits what you can actually achieve because the heart is broken is that ego self your nervous system's response societal engagement needing help and not getting it like the infant when they're crying for their mother and then maybe left to do things on your own again you go to flight fight and that's again very upset very upset at somebody for not meeting your demands freeze pause i don't give a deet <laughs> i want to say it you're not giving not caring because they didn't fulfill that not caring is that detachment where you don't feel for life and that's that apathy where it's like what's the point and those feelings can be for relationships that never come i have people that i know that are very very much almost in this place they literally see the opposite sex in a very negative way and they feel that it will never take place but they've decided meaning they have found that group the empath group with the narcissist empath thing going on and that's where they are and that's who they are and they therefore are subject always to that dynamic this is where i'm using it as an example to help those who do understand the power of the mind and the emotions and now with the body it is at that nervous system's level so it's an automatic response of the ego self that is seeking a sense of security outside of itself which as an infant again you don't know life it's normal as a child it's normal as a younger child teenager psychologists share with us you begin looking to your peers to be identified so your layer which is your parents and the beginning of however you are adding up the data points i gave you that example of my niece and the way she reacted at not even two to getting uh, not wanting help to tie her shoes and not being able to tie her shoes herself and getting very angry both at people who are trying to help her and at herself and that pursued even as she got older just now that she's like 10 she's different when she's not being able to do something with ease the question i have and one day i'm sure i'll ask her when she's older uh, or give her examples or have just nice conversations is how does her body feel how how is she with that because sometimes for example she'll or there's certain things that she does that i recognize that's like somebody wanting their space it's when you uh how can i put it it's a defense action which probably it's a resurfacing of something that's in that subconscious and conscious nothing bad or good this is where as infants there are a lot of different feelings that come about even though we have the nine basic feelings that they told us about remember we read those and so it's more again sensorial and uh that is what you want to keep in mind versus using those terms that label good and bad because the good and bad doesn't uh, support you to go beyond and as i got sidetracked on expanding even more back to our definitions of insecurity so from the inner growth word of the day insecurity merriam-webster dictionary not confident or sure uncertain the 
to not adequately guarded or sustained unsafe third definition not firmly fastened or fixed so shaky for a not highly stable or well adjusted for b deficient in assurance beset by fear and anxiety i chose this definition or these definitions because it is important to remember how insecurity doesn't just deal with one thing so when you immediately hear insecurity to my mind comes that confidence or not confidence in a person that's what i immediately think of so i relate it to humanity my lovely passion to support individuals on that self-empowerment personal development journey and empowered self-help this is where probably you know relating it to the identity of you since it is something that you are first given and that has certain feelings that you may or may not have explored but the uncertainty can also apply to life right so not adequately sustained feeling unsafe this can connect to maslow's hierarchy of needs it can connect to that food security and then the part of shaky when they use that word shaky i'm I'm assuming they might intend like an actual you're not object like in a car you feel shaky so for example i always feel insecure when i go on rides because i'm so tiny it always feels like i'm going to fall out of the rides Uh, not to mention that i can't handle doing the uh, roller coaster ones Uh, i've been on the children ones and i still didn't like that and yet i've parasailed (laughs) but that's different because that was flying in fact there's a whole different feeling you're not falling at all you're you're gliding you're in the air it was was amazing uh the not highly stable or well adjusted this can probably connect to personality traits so some people will feel insecure when they just start um, a job right when you're first starting your career you may or may not feel insecure you may perhaps instead be somebody who knows that it's normal to not know everything and so you're not feeling insecure you're in that objective place where you will be okay with making mistakes and or not making them this is where the parent most likely has a big uh, impact on the aspects that we feel insecure or not insecure about when it comes to career and doing certain things and that's again you want to remember that your parents and those caregivers are human just like you so they like our experts and that's what i remind myself always the experts and the leadership they are regular folk like you and i and uh, the day i see the majority of them in a specific place i'll let you guys know at this time it seems like all individuals are in one way or another at always as always uh, able to contribute to each other's growth and that also means sometimes there are those areas where you know maybe they could do a little bit more digging and reading but that's for their journey the beset by fear and anxiety so deficit deficient deficient in assurance that can relate to life as well and it can relate to many aspects money can relate to just you and life and uh, the part of the unknown of tomorrow because that's what humans always deal with as psychologists put it the human condition dealing with tomorrow knowing that we live knowing that we don't that's our secondary consciousness 
so when i used insecurity in a sentence i said feelings of insecurity set in when we're not sure about something we've done is it right or wrong or when we don't know what to expect from a specific situation or the unknown outcome of an event meeting interaction that involves multiple components outside of us every time there's something outside of us which is from the moment you're born you don't know what's going on there's uncertainty there is insecurity this is why a hug makes a difference the same way uh, a lack of a hug makes a difference and when i break down to you the nervous system's response is because again we are born with a slight defense inclination and three main responses societal engagement flight fight freeze pause it is explained when a child is crying they are engaging they're looking for their mother for their parent for the person to come help them that feeling sticks to you in different ways and so even though at a certain point it becomes words there are the words and then there are also the bodily sensations that you can work with especially now that you are a lovely adult and when it comes to insecurity on the dictionary the google it talks about uncertainty or anxiety about oneself lack of confidence then two the state of being open to danger or threat lack of protection so they break it down to very uh, short things but see the first one that it gives us is that lack of confidence and this is exactly the area that most people are searching for for otherwise google would not immediately give us as as results this in the dictionary but also right next to it related health conditions they immediately talk about separation anxiety and that would be a disorder in which a child becomes excessively anxious when separated from parents the symptoms may include anxiety crying apprehension social anxiety disorder uh okay they have postpartum depression borderline personality disorder avoidant personality disorder so all of these so the avoidant personality disorder is characterized by social discomfort and avoidance of interpersonal contact so symptoms may include fear inferiority inferiority complex depression the borderline personality is a mental disorder characterized by unstable moods behavior and relationships here symptoms may include distorted self-image risky behavior self-harm postpartum depression depression that occurs after childbirth symptoms may include rumination intrusive thought fatigue and see this is where i have a couple friends that had this and one of them in particular was not taught about this was not spoken about this by the doctors and so they were going through it and they didn't know what was happening and even here we talked about doctors and the difference with if they educate us and inform us versus tell us which is one of those habits that i hope more people will speak about the sad thing is as an online marketer i see that instead this is one of those consistent myths of humanity needs to be told what to do the part when i explain to you the brain development and the nervous system because the brain uses the majority of our energy and we talk about the neural pathways those that are established so our patterns of behavior they're established because the sensorial part the part of thought it's not uh how can i put it it's not lined up all together in the way that they our lovely experts could line up meaning say okay when you're first born 
you have the sensorial stuff then as you're developing you're also going to be starting to think and those thoughts belief we remember we learned that belief so the thinking realistically or moving away from magical thinking as they put it always from our psychology reading is after the age of seven and uh, studies that were searching and finding out how children uh, react and know desire want find that until 14 months old desire want is exclusively egocentric after that at 18 months already the child will know if somebody wants something from them and they will give that to them the experiment that was done was with food so already by 18 months the child will give to an adult what it is they want meaning they know the expectation and that should tell you something because right here in insecurity if you have a type of personality of ownership let's say like my niece probably and pride and wanting to be able to do it by herself to not be helped that reaction already at that young of an age and it didn't matter what we wanted because there's ownership again so some instead are open to being supported others want to do it on their own this is where there's that independence nobody made it that way i know my twin sister she's my identical twin i know exactly how unconditionally loving and she's just always involved and and uh, soft-spoken i'm the one who's the (laughs) more aggressive one so there is no way she was anything but loving and nurturing meaning you know some mothers are a bit stricter when they um, she's not that she has a very soft voice so the personality trait of you was already starting to come forth that those are those unique traits which adults will define with specific words i'm saying when i say unique traits it's that essence of you the spark of you it's more of a feeling and it's a feeling that is connected to all of the things that are super super important the ones that bring you extreme joy and the ones that bring you extreme opposite and the ones that bring extreme opposite will actually be the areas that you make a difference in and you can make a bigger difference in those areas if you learn to bring love to those places and so to create from within you at a certain point because it takes that time for you to identify and to process that depth because again it came from moment you were being in this world if you want to stay with the uh, body part so it's something that even the doctors even if they did a whole panel on you they were not with you from that first day as you began not being fed immediately so that first traumatic experience they were not in your consciousness when you were witnessing in your own mind this awareness of not being one with the person that you thought you were one with okay and the same thing when you weren't getting hugged if you were crying and i've had friends tell me of their friends leaving their children to cry for the entire night alone and that literally broke my heart because i know that that child is going to have some type of um something it's not good or bad this is where we all have emotional insecurities that's why psychologists focus on it so much but that part of the nervous system and the body that aspect of not relating this information to us so coming from there first insecurity comes from a physiological component 
it's not good or bad it's not because they're yelling at you or not necessarily it's literally because you're either feeling secure or you're not and and there will be moments where you will not get that hug or that comfort and maybe even if you got it it doesn't mean anything because somehow with your in your body that doesn't make you still feel comfortable it's an example i'm pretty sure that the hug is actually what will lead to a very different relationship with your insecurities in fact i'm certain so much because of that other psychology book with the socio um, what is that? the scientification of love where she shares with us or he i keep on it's michelle it's a french psychologist and i always have thought of him as a she because it's spelled like michelle in english he talks about the study with the chimpanzee where the scientists are giving the chimpanzee food from a, a mother made of metal and then there's a mother made of cotton soft and so the chimpanzee will only sit enough time to eat with the mother that is made of metal and then he or she immediately leaves to go and stay in the arms of the mother that is cotton there is a very specific sensation to that sense of security we all probably hopefully can know what it is Um, i will compare it to even like a most magical expansive day let's say if you had a day where you felt everything was at ease so everything was good that is a sense of comfort and and that you can bring to your own body in moments of insecurity realizing that your secondary consciousness as a human being the part of dealing with the unknown is always going to connect to a defense mechanism a fear body your body protects you from getting hurt unknown is like being in a dark room unknown is the word means something so you cannot expect your body to feel secure when it doesn't know but when you break down the part that not knowing is not a threat to your body and so that your life is preserved as long as you keep breathing eating drinking those basic needs then you recognize that as a human being your mind and heart are always participating there's an there's a beginning of that mind and heart you can break it down get to the depths of it and as you do this though with neutrality and unconditional love towards your ego self which has always wanted from the external that feeling of separateness is always there's always you and another this is also why there's always that duality present it's not good or bad per se it's opposites it's the things that you weren't given when you wanted them and that your body didn't understand and or anyways again that organization sensorially that people will describe to you and categorize and i'm trying to share with you when you were zero years old you were not thinking in terms of that you were feeling you were sensing and then all these people these experts started studying specific things in mind the neuroscientists were not and i still need to see if there's any neuroscientists at this point that are going back to the origin but i I did some research to see if there was anything with insecurity and neuroscience and then i tried to find out who coined the term insecurity because i'm pretty sure it starts with the psychologists and the emotional part well probably the philosophers 
from the emotional aspect not the nervous system per se and so when i look for nervous system and insecurity uh nothing comes up let's see insecurity and nervous system nope 26 insecurity signals and the simple behavior changes to fix but right here uh, the only one was uh, autonomic reactivity in relation to attachment and early childhood that was the only one but see this is where the study i'm not going to read it to you guys all of it because i know that it's not relevant to everything but the study examined whether the quality of relationships with foster caregivers was associated with autonomic nervous system reactivity of children during separation and reunion with their foster caregiver moreover effects of early adversity were examined in relation to attachment and autonomic nervous system reactivity the sample included 60 children between 26 and 88 months old so we got what 12 12 24 two two years and two months and up till more oh, not not three years old yet uh I, i'm not gonna do the math sorry guys otherwise i'm gonna <laughs> i don't have a calculator with me at this moment um who participated with their primary foster caregivers in the strange situation so as you can see they are doing something uh related to insecurity this was done in 2010 um, but we have not that type of information just yet where people are speaking to us regularly about insecurities with the nervous system's response in mind this is what i'm trying to get at when you initially heard and read overcoming insecurity think of what first came to mind and then let me know if you connected it to your nervous system's response from your zero to two years of age and still tell me if you are connecting it to that or if you're still thinking about you know scarcity of food or maybe you know the part that you the part not the part (laughs) the part that you were uh criticized as a child maybe you had a very um rejecting parent when you would do something wrong so you're used using the word failure a lot perhaps okay and uh or your job if you feel secure there let me know if you were thinking at any point about your nervous system's response and how the body can feel secure and insecure and the thing is that nervous system how do we regulate it rhythmic breathing when you breathe rhythmically it works because our nervous system when you're breathing in is activating the flight fight and when you're breathing out it's activating the relaxation state and as infants we know how to breathe right then we start growing up and we quote unquote forget we don't forget we've begun to experience sensations that are organizing our flight fight response and again from neutrality and unconditional love is where you as the individual will not hold resentment towards your parent the first thing your caregivers then will come life those are the unknown elements of life and in both areas there are plenty of people that when they're explaining to things from their area of expertise they are omitting to lead with ownership of your body mind and heart and they are leading with 
a solution to what would be a problem or an issue or they are leading with judgment and condemnation on these sets of individuals in those sets of ways and this is right here how things get so messy where we are slowly advancing to areas of the importance between parent and child and how that parent raises them to the point where those who are from you just even my generation i'm 40 there are those who will say ah these you know young generations these people you can't do anything because they'd like to be able you know and spank maybe their child reasonably and granted you know a a small spanking to me is no reason to judge another human being Uh, abuse is a is an issue and that abuse though there's no reason to judge the human being who's abusing because guess what they got abused first and then that and then that so there's no reason for judging anything at any level and that's where these experts when they're expressing their concepts if only they would come with neutrality at it but not all of them are coming at those things with neutrality in fact there are many who will choose their career based on something that's taken place remember you are always leading from your heart you're always following it whether you know what you're following or not depends on if you're taking a deep dive and always continuously going to your inner world to check in why am i feeling this way why am i reacting this way what can i do and this is not in a way of saying what did that person do oh my god they're so horrible they rejected me or oh my god life is hard it's a piece of shit i said it there (laughs) this is the word that i was not saying before uh that those accusations they have feelings connected to it and this is where it's not about the accusation it's not about judging somebody for having the attitude the part is that if you're wanting to become that infinite higher human potential if you really want to be you it isn't about you being that asshole and it isn't about you having consistently an enemy that's doing what all the other people are doing and that's a repeat of what we are slowly moving away from so not everybody's gonna start this journey now many will continue leading with those specific experts because they're hurt is that which needs another ego self group and also this is where those groups are voicing in big groups things that are important meaning not because the government is against us or life is against us once again right here this is where some people would say the government is enslaving and there are those who believe in conspiracy theories and this is where i'm not anybody i'm just presenting the approach to something that is of life in that manner will limit your person so if you come at things and see the government they're trying to enslave me there's a species out there that's trying to keep however you want to put it okay that's that that's a common thing you can go out and find that everywhere i'm trying to go at where we have secondary consciousness as a a species we are evolving we began with only primary consciousness when the gut started saving that energy because we had fire we were able to start developing the brain go and watch the gut series on netflix anybody who's new um then from that we began 
thinking about things at that point we did not have tools or technology even though what did we find out yesterday we found out that egyptians were already analyzing the brain in 1700 i forget what year it was but yesterday we mentioned that date they're drilling holes they're drilling holes okay now we have the technology to use a microscope and 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 look at neuroreceptors which is what now just now in the 20th century we've made advances in that area of neuroscience so once again is it really that uh, the species is horrible or is it that there is an evolution of understanding life because we didn't have all of this technology when uh, we were just living with fork pitches and even before fork pitches when we were living with animals our life was always in a place of actual physical insecurity we needed to defend against the tiger and the and the bear and so you can see how a species evolves once you remove yourself and stop personalizing topics based on a belief and more than just one belief that is really a stereotype and a stigma on the entire human species humanity is evil humanity doesn't deserve to live humanity is not part of nature and yes i'm saying it with that tone because it's it's beyond me because every one of those individuals not only are there a lot of egocentric ones there are also those who are not loving to other people and that i love life and i love being able to see how instead we are moving in a specific direction and to hold ourselves accountable we're doing that we're doing that as we're gaining information the environment we talked about that cowspiracy documentary that's explaining the issue with the animal farming and i love i'm a person who loves uh, eating my hamburger my steak i also very much feel that i need it but i saw that documentary and the part that was really upsetting was the nonprofits that are not voicing anything and literally this person was in fear of his life as he began doing this documentary and then there are people who will present this but they present it in an extreme way without realizing that you can't attack a person for wanting to eat something that's not how you're going to get something done and that and again being insecure the majority of people and judging condemning humanity this is where there is a limit because they're not looking at it from the part where we are species that is always evolving in consciousness meaning we don't have all the knowledge we just recently have created technology that gives us more in-depth knowledge the same way in whatever year the psychologist said yes the brain they and they literally had two brains that they measured so people today say oh you know they, they that was false or they falsified it they they might have had a, a sample that's all you know this is where it was part of that time and of course those that idea existed so that was the again when you study in academia this is because of my uh, master's degree when i learned um, research and development we learn to write a thesis we learn what is academically correct and why when they talked about academics influencing their research based on starting their research with a specific thought of what they were going to find this goes alongside that part of what you focus on you will 
find the the mind and matter you know we can go in many different routes that's exactly why there's all this repeat information and to me it's like how do people not realize and when i say people again i'm talking about those who are in the field of academia and speaking in too large numbers the business owners who are using online marketer to agitate the fear and to tell people what to do and to then blame social media for things that there's nothing to blame there's nobody to blame there's the if we have to blame do you know who i blame the people who are telling us what to do instead of educating us and by educating going in depth so right here in security i had to open 10 different browsers and do a gazillion different searches in order to look at the different aspects of insecurity to share with you information to support your day-to-day but this is where it isn't only about your day-to-day i'm trying to share with anyone who's tuning in that when you're dealing with anything related to your day-to-day there's a lot more involved than what you'll initially find so while insecurity can be broken down and usually people who are looking for it are looking for it with those ideas of failure rejection wanting to fit in not having a good job or having a good job maybe getting fired there's the social anxiety all of those disorders all of those disorders came up and you know how many people will say oh people are weak you know uh, when they compare before there used to not be all of these things and uh, even the people though that will then box themselves up and only stay in this place of uh, mental health you have to do this x y and z versus the part of overcoming that it is a very possible aspect and that right here those experts they're not educating they're telling here's a pill here's what's happening and i don't know why is nobody with the neuroscience coming in even though they are slowly coming i watched this one ted talk where this doctor I forget what doc. See, doc, he mu- he must be a psychologist or psychiatrist. I forget, or maybe he was just a researcher. But he is an older gentleman, and he did a TED talk uh, after scanning like 3,000, 30,000, a gazillion brains, and uh, he had a personal story that took place. Uh, his nephew was three or four. Forget if it was a nephew, but they had fallen off a bike and from that fall they started becoming aggressive so like they attacked another girl a child another child they were six or eight uh that they're the psychologists the immediately put them on medicine or were diagnosing the child for something and i think instead they did a brain scan and they found that there was an actual damage that caused this behavior so they immediately began a therapy to rehabilitate that part of the brain that had been damaged now how many people fall and don't get brain scans and then how many in fact in his whole documentary or towards the end of the todd talk he said psychologists should have people being scanned for their brains because they may be giving and diagnosing for specific things and there is not that or maybe yes there's that but there's a damage and therefore there's a actual physical activity that you can fix 
that part of the brain so through stimuli uh, i don't know the methodologies but this is where our body again why why are the scientific community not coming together in teaching each other and then teaching and helping us and 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 using that information to guide us that is coming slowly but for us to be able and also uh, move not quicker but i'm assuming if the more of us recognize how the body the mind so this neuro the nervous system the neuroreceptors have a basic of foundation which is one of the reasons why i love the internet because see thanks to ted talk do you guys know how many of these individual stories i'm sure you do i'm sure you've seen some of them i still remember the one about addiction and he has a personal story about that too and how addiction when you go and look at it from all the studies that have been done that you know the part of people getting addicted is because they don't socially belong they don't find their place they're in they're insecure they have a misplacement and we've talked about mirror neurons which are in everybody's brains and they're the seat of empathy and when you don't see yourself in other individuals that's very big deal but psychologists come at it only with certain information bits neuroscientists might come at it at with only certain information bits they don't then come together necessarily there's limited uh, maybe funds but there's also limited interest as the individual learns more about themselves which is what's taking place and the individual moves towards a holistic practice meaning they care about their body and they are realizing that there's a lot of information that we don't know we're not taught it we're not told it and although sometimes there's a bit of you know like why i also realize that there's time for everything and so while there are those who will point a finger at the system this is where i always realized that those quote-unquote limits are not limits for lack of they are limits because we only have so much information in any given moment and the part that gets me going it's not about the um it's not about the imperfection right this is where we are there's a time for everything there's always imperfections that's the beauty of life the part that gets me is the cockiness of the experts and the arrogance of the experts and then dealing with the other individuals who come and tell me myths on our lovely human species and then then i have those individuals that are cocky and arrogant and though they're trying to say that they're going to make a difference or they're doing this or that so at the end of the day it's more that my heart wants to say you guys are all (laughs) ignorant and you're limited because you're not seeing the full picture but that's where they would just say you are somebody who uh, only sees the positives that's usually the part that i get but that's where i'm not it's not about positivity i see that as a species we're conscious our secondary consciousness knows about tomorrow and this is not presented to us our nervous system knows about tomorrow so that defense inclination is not because humanity is evil in the sense of the way that they always portray it it is that the human is insecure and the experts who 
they're they have these labels because they're experienced they're researching and they're finding things and then they're sharing them to us they are not aware of this little component of the unknown elements of life with themselves because they're the average person like all of us they have their insecurities and and they are coming at things again not all i can't generalize because i'm most certain there are other individuals who add up these dots and they're focused on their area of expertise so mine is to support the inner growth of the individual that self-empowerment i am most certain that there are scientists who are trying to bring together the different realms of psychology sociology and neuroscience as well as all all of the areas so that we may be uh, a species that continues to work on uh, holistic aspects and at a certain point maybe we'll have enough people that aren't afraid of the unknown meaning they recognize that insecurity will be the first nervous system's response to anything that's uncertain but that you can stay in a place of calm as long as it's um, not life-threatening <laughs> which essentially uh, life-threatening to our planet let's see our environment very very important uh, something in outer space that will come and uh, you know hit the planet an asteroid uh, those those types of things uh, running out of source of, of food so you know th- there's quite important things while humanity decides to argue with each other on other aspects but moving on with our topic when i looked for the psychology aspect of insecurity the i read to you already i think the definition a feeling but just in case i didn't a feeling of inadequacy lack of self-confidence and inability to cope accompanied by general uncertainty and anxiety about one's goals abilities or relationships with others that is probably what a majority of us think when we hear insecurity i'm i'm the first one that's the first thing that i thought of then i immediately said wait a minute the nervous system as i was researching i was like ah because i found out that where's wikipedia there is in the wikipedia yes insecurity may refer to they have these as the first uh, three three main areas lack of security in an objective sense so risk data security computer security it's funny because i work also in the cybersecurity aspect as an online marketer so that was interesting that's the first one that they have for insecurity then they have food insecurity and then they have emotional insecurity in psychology so the food one like i was telling you was one that i was not at all aware of and uh, when we look at it food insecurity is a measure of the availability of food and an individual's ability to access it according to the united nations committee on world food security food security is defined as the means that all people at all times have physical social and economic access to sufficient safe and nutritious food that meets their food preferences and dietary needs for an active and healthy life so 1974 the world food conference so that's the first time at least but there is evidence of food security being a concern many thousands of years ago with central authorities in ancient china and ancient egypt being known to release food from storage in times of famine there you go so for all we know that cycle repeats itself but as you can tell even though they are repeat 
they go through that um, leveling up if you will it's not a leveling up because of there being ever that place of perfection this is where it's a leveling up because we learn things that infinite higher human potential it's because we have a conscious brain that at this point it has it thinks secondary consciousness so right now we're in the conscious living space the mindfulness meditation finally the ego the self those emotions the sensorial aspects are coming forth the heart following your heart it's something that's discussed so many different fields talk about it and this is where i want to see more of us talking about how amazing it is to be a human because while there are many different fields that talk about following your heart and ascension awakening conscious living there's not enough people that are saying we're awesome we're not a problem and we're not evil and we're not limited yes we have a limit of how much we know when we react with a non-loving response to life it's because we're insecure because we don't know all the answers and our secondary consciousness as human beings want answers and and we still have many different places that those answers are there between belief systems and those scientists that are closed and basically they've decided that they know all the answers and it's only this we have probably a handful of different groups that believe they know all of the answers no one knows all of the answers they all have part of the answer but the answer of tomorrow remains forever unknown and in that place there are those who will continue or are continuing to treat humanity as if they are scum and as if there's purpose done behind these things and although i I don't have that proof that somebody would say prove it i don't have it but guess what i know they don't have it either because everything that has been told to me to talk about humanity the way they do never sat well at eight at nine at ten and all the way until i found out that nervous system's response now i have all my answers and it still does not point to an evil heart in fact it points to an insecure scared individual and or group that does not realize that and i'm not claiming to know what comes after life either i'm claiming to know that at the end of the day there's a lot of information that we have up till this moment and then there's a lot that we don't or any there's tomorrow that we don't and all of that has led for many many years and will continue probably to do so to reactions of insecurity and insecurity is fear and what do we do when we do fear what engages societal engagement flight fight freeze pause all responses that i could pinpoint to you for every different group whether it be political religious and or individual but staying focused on you guys and your personal inner growth journeys when we look at emotional security for the psychological aspect emotional security is the measure of the stability of an individual's emotional state emotional insecurity or simply insecurity is a feeling of general unease or nervousness that may be triggered by perceiving of oneself to be vulnerable or inferior in some way or a sense of vulnerability or instability which threatens one's self-image or ego 
now i as those who tune in know i put ego slash self and i do this on purpose i know that there's a distinction that is made amongst experts in our scientific field and in our spiritual field but i'm choosing to try and help people to recognize all of you yourself and your ego are equally important they are part of your life your ego won't go away and your ego should not be something that you judge some people will talk to people about being their own parent i am trying to say be you to be you means to feel good in your own skin it also means to understand that insecurity is a natural response of your body because you have a mind that at this point thinks that it thinks before you get to this place of comfort you will most likely go through a little bit of maybe memory lane to those areas that really hit home they really hurt or they're really joyous usually we focus on the hurt part because that's the part that keeps people in a limited place it keeps you in the not feeling flow place and so you're always dealing with the unknown uncertainty unwanted insecurity all these other aspects with that negativity instead of neutrality unconditional love which gives you the opportunity to look at those beautiful aspects and then to look at those negative aspects not with the word negative but with the word of um, love and knowing that there's an insecurity there was a want of sense of security or maybe there still is a want of sense of security and that you don't have that obviously otherwise you wouldn't be in that place and that maybe that image that you feel shy about or embarrassed about it's something that will always be because you know you do you know how every person thinks about you no and this is where there's different levels because uh, you don't have to be what's the word cocky to love who you are those who are cocky they do not love 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 i mean they love who they are but they're still in that duality we talked about a very specific feeling yesterday so today we'll talk about this one with uh, this aspect when you know that it's okay to be you because you are bad not bad not good you're human so you're special like every other person that you don't need to prove you're special and that that will naturally be something that you will process and work through because again as an infant this is what you grew up with a specific type of feeling as you're trying to get to know and really you weren't trying to get to know you're being taught <laughs> so your your first probably aspects of uh, again insecurity they don't even have to deal with words per se i think of my niece and this the way of her reacting to getting her shoes tied and not being able to and us helping her that didn't make her happy so right there that's something that is a dynamic that isn't a flowing dynamic we have to use words to express concepts that we experience but if you can break down to feelings you help yourself to allow for that comfort feeling to come in which puts your nervous system at ease so the ego self you have time to have that moment as you allow yourself to be proud to be human and to not vilify humanity or life so to understand those unknown elements of life in your secondary consciousness you allow yourself to realize you're dealing with something that is important the self-image is part of our societal structure we've talked about this two three days ago 
knowing that that is in neutrality is very different than thinking there's a group of people that are trying to enslave you or not now some people again they will continue to believe this as a belief and this is where it's not about you not believing something but if you keep having an enemy to fight you're not going to be using that energy of your brain that is in flight fight mode so when we learn about the energy of the brain and i'm not the only one that has read this this has been uh, spoken by more than one person in the scientific psychological community and really i'm thinking right now of this specific online marketing online business instructor who is very venerated meaning looked up to the business is successful the methodology is successful or anyways this is where it's nothing different than what online marketing is but they've been able to sell it by sensationalizing and they have obviously a very specific target audience again the way one speaks you're going to attract those people but moving on when they are explaining in one of their chapters why you need to tell people what to do it is because the human brain and he it talks about us as if we were still those primates uh, which i also found out from a dear friend that we probably didn't speak the way they portray us on tv like oh go that we actually had uh, intelligent conversation so look at how much non-education we've been given um, but instead we've been given stereotypes or that's again questions questions if we search enough we'll find those pearls of people who are already speaking about topics in this way but that's the part you have to search for it one day i'm sure we'll not be searching for that we'll be finding the in-depth information since internet has made that very accessible so the way they were explaining it was since you know your body uh, your mind basically is always uh, using the that majority of the energy's brain but a portion of that energy's brain goes towards flight fight so again your flight fight is organized from your zero to two years of age your body wants to keep you safe your body wants to make sure everything works so this is where it does keep that defense mechanism up if you start realizing on your own so you're raising your consciousness that you don't need to be in defense state towards somebody's opinion or towards hypothetical situations that may or may never happen because this is where people will imagine we read yesterday was it seneca or some quote of that person that said imagination is the person the human's worst fear because you'll think you know how many people tell me they start giving me literally scenarios of why the world is going to come to an end and how wrong i am (laughs) it's not how wrong i am they're trying to tell me to be careful or to you know basically this this evil world and um this is where we have today guys to use that energy that way that mind that way and then create for your body a stalemate with this sense of insecurity because that's what it is it's an insecurity it's a fear and it's not necessarily true and if it is well guess what when we die we won't know any better so that this part of always putting out the worst case scenario uh, and the enemy this is where we've talked about this i i understand and can allocate where it comes from 
when i start thinking of the medieval times and mythology and folklore i can see why and i was watching actually a documentary always on netflix about this aspect of uh, the villain and the hero and i loved when i was little i loved i loved all my fairy tales i still will watch action movies but very differently um this is that place of choice we all have so you can use that energy as it's being used already and stay in this flight fight mode towards aspects that it's unnecessary for you to be there or you can take and use neutrality and unconditional love to go and see what did my ego self want what what are these feelings and if it's not feelings per se those sensations again the the sensations are i would say focus on being in flow and relaxed or if not and then allowing the room for yourself to sit with those emotions it is important especially if they are very deep at the end of the day when people tell me that sounds so hard they're already upset because essentially they just want somebody or something to be that perfect someone that perfect life or that perfect person this is where people want that and that perfect means i have all the food i need i have all the money i need i have the vacation i can take they they want to be okay to live life to enjoy life and they want to have good friends and they want to have a social circle there there's a very set the ones who want to be alone this is because they've been the most hurt and so they're looking at humanity and life in this way that it's evil and uh, that's where they will uh, stay as long as they keep looking at humanity as if it's evil uh, as if life is evil and that is a belief that's where they'll add up their data points their facts and they'll tell me about it and then i'll add up mine and at the end of the day they'll say that i'm unrealistic i won't say they're unrealistic because this is where that's their reality my reality is my reality so they have just done what is typical those people that are in duality are doing ego comparisons i ain't doing ego comparisons i'm living my life and then i'm sharing it with people and then i'm supporting individuals who also want to live their life and trying to help them understand you guys that that nervous system is part of the response that insecurity is part of our body it's not good or bad it's your body's protecting you and the unknown is something that you would obviously need the protection from so when we looked at the autonomic nervous system this is where three branches the sympathetic nervous system the parasympathetic nervous system and the enteric nervous system and then we see the sympathetic nervous system is often considered the flight or fight system while the parasympathetic nervous system is often considered the rest and digest or feed and breed system in many cases both of these systems have opposite actions where one system activates a physiological response and the other inhibits it an older simplification of the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system as excitatory and inhibitory was overturned due to many exceptions found okay but we won't keep reading on that i was just giving you a little bit more about the nervous system since uh, it is something that again i looked at with insecurity in mind and just found the one on attachment which i'm sure is going to be quite interesting 
because they do talk about development and therefore there must be some finding that they are linking except i'm not going to bore you to death it's, it's an excerpt it's their abstract an excerpt from a, of a study but i might read it and we can pick it up at some other point other areas of insecurity when i looked for example overcoming insecurity we find that there's a lot on strategies and techniques in fact there's tony robinson immediately tony robbins excuse me he's a motivational coach speaker I, i've heard of him uh i know somebody who's been to one of his seminars so this is where he's talking about you know things that you can do give your one of them give yourself permission to feel insecure which is it's uh give yourself permission right here this aspect this way of talking to ourselves that's also what we're looking to get into the habit of of not doing for the community who tunes tune-ins always you don't you're not giving yourself permission you, you are allowing uh, this specific feeling to be even though you may use the word permission you want to move away and remember ownership the insecurity feeling is yours you don't need to give yourself permission you're not your parent you got permission when you were little now instead you are allowing you to be you from the body heart and mind of you understanding that that is always taking place and this is where it's more about don't feel that you cannot feel insecure don't judge insecurity why do you need to give permission in the first place because somewhere along the line the way they began talking about insecurity and the way that you know things play out in that duality it's always about being strong and we, we have talked about this part too how do we all react if somebody's broken down everyone's going to have a different way way to react if somebody's coming to you and breaking down i've had people very 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 upset more in the sad place than the angry place i've had few angry not so much um but when that has happened not towards me in both cases i knew that fight fight was engaged especially after reading this this the book the first part of the trauma body keeps score book now i understood exactly why those people when they entered these states there's you know nothing you could say from a psychological standpoint i always understood they're insecure they want support i'm gonna hug them i'm gonna tell them i care i'm gonna listen i decided to stop for example uh supporting their way of staying in duality for it went against the empowerment that i wish to share with an individual and it also went against the love i hold for every human being because they would start voicing uh, judgment on another human being and this is where i not don't have to compromise my heart because some other and, and really it's compromising it in both i know that that the person is upset and they need comfort but i also know that what they're doing is not gonna bring forth long-term result and it's gonna keep them in the same place and so with that knowledge for me it was a double and it, it was because i don't partake in those conversations anymore i speak my mind and i remind people especially my loved ones because this is the air the ones that i talk with most and i remind them you guys know how i feel about humanity i do not want to partake in this conversation you can go and talk to your other friends that view these things that way your other people uh, what i was trying to say is when you get upset the way that somebody is going to handle it can vary mine has always been to share love 
because i knew immediately insecurity was taking place with the nervous system's response and flight fight now i know that the rational brain hemisphere is no longer participant when you are engaged in that way and therefore that's why you can't say anything they're just reacting reacting to whatever hurt they're not working with and this is the part by not being neutral towards that aspect they have their villain and they are the good guys usually that's what takes place when it's dealing with other people when it's dealing with life it's because life's unfair and or testing you and or just you know the insecurity is just so overwhelming once again i understand the depths of these emotions just for all of you who are tuning in and maybe you're new the part is those are your emotions and you're dealing with life which is your choice of how you define it and when it comes to humanity this is the same thing and the opinions that you have impact how you handle the situation in neutrality once again not with the part that you blindly forget that your world does revolve around you so your ego yourself is always in the forefront but you're not the only human being on the planet you're not the only ego self and even though your belief system may be the majority's belief system so you're right according to 90 percent of humanity that other human being who behaved in a certain way is still another human being who had specific upbringings because specific situation who exists basically and you're still choosing at the end of the day how you're going to behave this is where there is no excuse when you're in neutrality it's not about condemning yourself and it's not about condemning another it's about not engaging in flight fight which doesn't allow your rational and emotional brain hemispheres to work together as you allow all emotions the insecurity to stand this is why it's not about permission you own you you are you you are you from your body your heart and your mind at all times you have a societal structure culture that has been built that exists and that a majority of people speak to you with you've landed on a podcast that speaks to you a little bit different i'm not saying that those things aren't hurtful or non-existent i'm saying you have an option of how you overcome for good because you're not going to stay in this place of always giving yourself permission to feel an emotion that by the way is going to continue to be there as long as you keep on giving yourself permission because you don't need to give yourself permission to feel insecure insecurity is one of those feelings that will persist and this is why humanity judges life and or the human species they forget to take a second remind themselves secondary consciousness i'm a human i'm dealing with something i have limited knowledge i have unknown i have unwanted i have feelings i have things going on it's easy to focus outside and immediately find something to grab onto it's not about good or bad it's not about smart or not smart it's nervous system defense mechanism mechanism societal engagement you're a child you're looking outside of you society engagement it's a habit that's why it's about you choosing your heart to follow your heart this means i'm not 
reacting to look outside of me for that sense of security but you're not doing it in the way that other people when they stay in that battlefield and basically again they're the best of everything and everybody else is not and they're always right and they're either the victims or the hero or the again this is the duality and that's where that ego it's not about them not triumphing there's many that triumph oh and do they triumph and they support so many individuals they do so much amazing stuff that person in their ego self there could be another place they could level up to specific other area which provides a specific different type of feeling the ego um, self with the battle the duality it's the hero villain feeling it's the triumph warrior feeling and it's a feeling that we all can know and it isn't again a bad or good feeling it feels very good to be in that place that's where you feel very secure but guess what that doesn't stay forever meaning you're gonna stay and want to keep it oh you're overcoming insecurity but it's something that still relates to the outside world and the external is not in your possession here the external is that unknown unwanted uncertain it's the variable that will consistently change on you which is why people always talk about that change and people hating change humanity hates change but change happens we read about that the other day and that aspect and how you know don't look at things like that try to go beyond and remember yeah change is different when change is happening your belief system your mind needs to take a second to evaluate what new information is coming some of that new information is going to create insecurity because it's against the belief system a religion something dear to you and then even the heart is involved it might be again family religion or part of your identity like you are this type of woman or this type of man and that's ego self right there so with feelings so you need to remember as soon as you can focus on the body and say let me stay in a relaxed in a neutral neutral state and then from the mind let me evaluate the opposites the two sides the quote-unquote positive and negative i say anyone who's new and tuning in this is where maybe you know as long as you're at the beginning of the inner growth journey and the intermediate level those two are the first two levels of the online course i know that there are still things from childhood and um, experiences that are very very deep but the sooner you can stop using with your person specific ways of addressing those feelings the more empowered you will feel and the more your ego self will have a sense of security that is not based on the external because you're not leading with societal engagement with those facts outside of you you're leading with following your heart meaning i am safe i am in my space i'm not being physically threatened i'm evaluating a very important uh, matter of life matter of relationship matter of money matter of food a very important thing and you you work even if you're in like the most upset state ever like something horrible is going on you if you choose from your cosmic consciousness to 
allow yourself to explore the secondary consciousness the thoughts that are coming with neutrality you will not fuel your flight fight your primary consciousness is part of things that are beneath sensorial and then that nervous system so these are all in i will put sensational but if you focus on that breathing and you allow rhythmic so the example that one of the executive coaches has talked about is on a ted talk another ted talk six seconds in four seconds out but he even says it can be five and five it's simply important that it's rhythmic yoga people talk about it meditation people talk about it and give you examples you can find it anywhere you want focus on doing that Uh, if you want you silence the mind but the mind at a certain point you want to begin evaluating if this feels heavy you're not in a sense of comfort with your person i've had people this is pain they, they get bored they get tired they still are leading with society engagement they still want that person or life to fix it quote unquote so they still see this as a problem as a horrible thing there's still the judgment of duality so it's not about not understanding i understand i'm trying to explain to you as long as you're not allowing yourself to acknowledge that you are judging that thing as good or bad you're not going to be able to lift this uh, specific feeling that will stay and that makes you tired and that is that societal engagement your nervous system's response that's moving to flight fight and then freeze pause and again i have a person that i'm thinking of actually more than one right now that continuously deals with these situations same way over and over and over again so that cycle changes in the depth of the pain because it becomes something that is of a habit and by the way as usual our body again from the moment we're born is built to defend us and keep us from getting hurt as another documentary i watched explained so besides the flight fight using part of our brain's energy our body will always lead us to not being hurt and this is why that freeze pause that's that numbness and so as you go through the breakup again breakup again breakup again and you see your heart as broken and now i'm using a random example but this is one of those that does have a lot of insecurity in different ways for different people it might not be about self it might be insecurity because you're never going to find that person okay and uh, that right there is the nervous system's response the way i connect it because you just may it becomes numb and then there's also psychologists and they speak of inner and external stimuli and again if you're leading from outside with societal engagement as you were when you're an infant which is what you're going to keep doing because many will not talk about this aspect with you anyways they're always going to be breaking it down in these techniques and checklists and things that you can do i'm trying to tell you you like i said with the security that you don't need to give yourself permission it's the way you're looking at it if you look at it in duality you're always going to have an enemy with the outside world well guess what the outside world is never going to be a match 100 percent match of you life job there there's going to be something and there's no need to be prepared to defend which is what most people do i mean it's an option but you could instead live a little bit freely meaning the feeling again i'm a, i'm a huge planner i still plan but the feeling is very different and i know when the feeling is coming up because there are tangible things like money 
uh, that's uncertain i don't judge the money i don't judge the uncertainty i don't judge the feeling and i don't aggravate it meaning i stick to those aspects that are basically tomorrow's unknown today i take action as long as i keep moving forward nobody there's no failure there's no way you fail money can keep coming jobs can keep coming that part of feeling defeated it's because it's hard quote unquote it's not hard it's that that's what's been presented to us a lot of times when we were even kids Uh, life is hard you're not going to get it that easy way it's a way of talking it's a habit maybe one day we won't talk about things like that anymore but until that day for you guys that neutrality and unconditional love and being able to know that your ego yourself it's you it's you in the consciousness of you as a human so the secondary consciousness is primarily where you begin because you think that you're you're thinking already as soon as you're feeling something you're thinking how many of the layers the emotional mental layers with the human elements the essence of you elements and the unknown of life elements that you've been able to work with and check out and go to you're the one who will know that the more that you feel good about you even when there's insecurity so you know that it's a moment of life and you are allowing yourself to explore both sides the feelings all the feelings and the situation you're not saying it's done you're not looking for an end there's no end until you're dead that's the end technically even then we don't know if that's the end a little bit of energy leaves our body Uh, we know that much the part of what happens after this is where i have my own way of believing i know it doesn't end but i also pretty certain at this point that yeah it's the part of not remembering it makes sense so that aspect though i don't know because this is where i'm with you guys right now the other interesting part for those of you who are looking at insecurity in general besides the first uh, results connecting immediately to what we all know as part of that insecurity fitting in uh, feelings of sadness you know again we were looking at societal anxiety disorder or it is a chronic mental health condition at the same time see when they use that word chronic I mean i know that they have studied it but they have studied it up to this moment and they have studied it with specific types of thoughts and 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 this is where mindfulness i'm most certain with meditation like the doctor who's a psychiatrist who's speaking to us in the trauma book he uses mindfulness and meditation or mindfulness and yoga to support his patients to move beyond trauma this is why he breaks down to the nervous system because and the brain development emotional rational brain hemisphere the part when they're not working together it's because he's giving the example of his patients when he puts them in the scan that's where they see what parts of the brain are lighting up and so in one example he has a couple the woman who was verbally abused by her mother uh, in the car accident detaches there's complete detachment so the brain doesn't do anything and this is where he says there's lack of feeling for life and uh, he's like that's harder to help somebody to learn to love life than to help somebody to 
rework the fear which is the flight fight response of the husband his brain lights up in those places where there's fear the brain is lighting up as they are retelling the story so this is where he's explaining when you go flight fight your rational brain hemisphere is not engaged which is where we have the beginning middle and end so where you can re-elaborate and he goes on about explaining how this happens even with people with ptsd from war and and what the habits are and how retelling it isn't what helps somebody to move from insecurity to move from those feelings of fear anxiety and all of the feelings that come to beyond it it's for him he's connecting it to retraining the body so even here the person has a lot of good information i have to finish reading the end of the book but that part of retraining there's words that i choose as those who tune in know not to use and i advise or at least suggest for the reason of applying mostly neutrality and ownership it's not because experts don't know what they're talking about they so much do but it's about you owning and applying to your body your heart and your mind so that ego that self it is about you becoming not your parent you allowing you to be you and by allowing i mean feeling feeling a sense of ease that's why it's the learning to go with the flow our main modules for the inner growth program are dealing with the unknown leading from within or something about from within and then uh, and then it's going with the flow and that was done on purpose because the most listened to podcasts when they first started the podcast finding your place from within that's it uh the podcast those were the three most tuned in podcasts dealing with the unknown and things that dealt with finding one's place from the heart from within and then being able to go with the flow the same thing with the blog which had begun before the podcast and then when i connected to the existentialist psychologist and sociologist aspects which are the first part of the inner growth mindset book which deal with the inner conflict the first part in the management of the external meaning you identify these which are outside of you you understand your insecurities you understand why you're feeling how you're feeling and the part of flow it was always interesting because this is where with society you have a place you begin with the filter again to you as long as you condemn and judge your own parents this is where the feeling of the battle as long as you condemn and judge your entire human species as long as you condemn and judge anything that's outside of you that feeling is yours you limit your growth and you stay in this specific area of conflict it's not about not standing up for things you're always going to stand up for the things that you believe in and you can always overcome all those insecurities and those moments the way you are not insecure at all is when you are you without having any problem about being you and i mean it with the virtues and vices you know meaning you're always respecting other people this has nothing to do with affecting so it's not going out and doing things i'm saying person to be themselves to feel that you're you and to feel free to do that to be that many will say they are and yet you see how they treat each other and it's very clear when they start taking something personally when they start feeling insecure that might not be the word they choose because to them it's not about being insecure they are defending what they believe to be right 
but the nervous system is most likely insecure for they are engaging in a defense mechanism which they may call and say it is to defend and that it is not a sign of weakness and this brings us back to when you're not in neutrality and looking at insecurity and saying that it's the weak part so when i was giving you the example what do you do when people come to you and they are distraught i know i give love and i know that i try not to promote their limit so i don't speak in favor or against i speak to the most of my ability transparently and with support to how they're feeling and to provide them with a person that will share love with them because that is the only thing that can give any sense of comfort the rest it's only if they choose to move forward with love that they overcome that moment and the insecurities that have to deal with relationships and or career and or triumphing and success those are all ideas that have nothing to do with your heart they were all given to you by your societal structure and they continue to be that and therefore you continue if those are like what you are clinging to to feel secure this is where recognizing that relationship with the mind and heart of you and the body of you and that external component with neutrality and unconditional love this is where if if you say but to me i'm only successful with x y and z that societal stigma the gender stereotype the whatever that is my truth acknowledging that is one step towards feeling already less insecure or at the very least knowing why you feel insecure and allocating it but then to go to desperation and get upset that's the contradiction and at the same time this is where it is not a contradiction it's because you don't believe in yourself to the depths of your being from your heart and it isn't because you don't believe in yourself this is where again if you go and look at the nervous system of the human body as an infant societal engagement is your first ego self's response to something unknown it's insecure so the eyes also see by the way existentialists talk about this aspect of a human being taking that responsibility and then defining therefore if they define who they are they define all of humanity which is why they said individual would have a challenging time they did not talk about the nervous system at this the nervous system's response at that time and this is where with this knowledge for me it's important to share with you it's a bodily mechanisms response you have control over your body it's yours you have the information that tells you it's a defense mechanism and you have also the information to know it is about emotions too it is about the ego self and it is important and it is very very deep but if you want to overcome it that insecurity what is it it's a feeling and it's thoughts who thinks the thoughts who feels the feelings if you stay calm with your nervous system you allow yourself to process your thinking what beliefs what societal structure components if you allow self-love unconditional love with virtues and vices knowing that you'll have that ego response as a child so you don't like that people don't like you or tell you things always with neutrality you're gonna have that piece that layer too 
if you remember you're not dying nobody's killing you there ain't no threat it's you know and you treat that differently you again you're not engaging you allow yourself for a very different type of conversation and to overcome insecurities with what i would say is the most amazing feeling the feeling of love towards yourself a feeling of neutrality and the empowerment comes as you do realize that you are untouchable everyone's untouchable no one can hurt you but not because of the way when people say no one can hurt me no no one can hurt you because essentially every time you are hurt that's your nervous system's response that's your ego yourself and your brain where you think about things Uh, if you stay calm you will be able to elaborate on those thoughts Uh, the feeling uh, that's about acknowledging that you may want somebody else to love you and or tell you everything is going to be okay and that's a natural predisposition again of your nervous system societal engagement the secondary consciousness you're thinking that you're thinking you have a habit of the way you break things down the world practically has a habit of breaking things down again the one permission giving yourself permission to be insecure as long as you keep speaking to yourself as somebody who needs permission to feel a certain way but as long as you also ignore that at first you're going to practice gaining neutrality with all those feelings that have been put in the negative box and i mean that when i realized that i was in duality basically without really wanting to be there because that's not my heart's inclination no heart inclination again when you're a little child you only sense things and feeling secure and comforted or not those are the two things you're feeling uh that's probably why this study is on attachment and caregivers Uh, it's a physiological response to feel insecure and you get hugged and you'll be feel secure you don't get hugged you won't feel secure fact before we go on the this one website that i found when i looked at the types of insecurities it has professional insecurity economic insecurity personal insecurity obviously from traumatic events we know that one divorce low self-esteem body image violence abuse comparing yourself to others fear and failure all these aspects are outside and and i mean they're not you but they are you looking at outside of you now the traumatic events is different meaning if there's physiological abuse that has been discussed it's not you you can still work with that but the difference is um the body's habit oh physically being held down for long periods of time will create obviously an immediate response that is not of security so it's more that you want to be patient with your your body and then if you know obviously the mind so this is where it's more uh it's only normal for somebody to have the need of time to work with those the part of judging humanity and life that doesn't help so this is where for me i never saw humanity as evil even though it was raised with um, christianity it still didn't ring you know with jesus and turn the other cheek and god and be love and you you know that's that's what you are meant to do it was more okay i get to be love so i took it in that sense and if somebody was mean i took it you get to be the person that shows how to be a loving human being and uh, that passion to help people um, always so i never ever ever i mean even though i was in that place 
as soon as i began reading psychology i already had the feeling of the heart of humanity and the hurt that's why you know that part it kept i kept searching like people do what they do there's reasons for why they do and every time i'd read a psychology book i'd find an answer and another answer until i reached a day where i said there isn't evil in the way i was taught this is not no you know humanity is hurt when they're in this place they're insecure right here that nervous system leads me to know exactly why and it's always going to be to defend oneself so the more somebody is the more i know they've been through something drastic and even if it's a physiological automated response this is where from the zero to two years of age i don't know which doctor was raised with them so i will say that you know that this is where it doesn't mean better or worse if somebody's born with something exactly there's physiological you can't condemn a human being for physiological situation um not you can't people will do what they want i say this is being not objective and unfair to then say a humanity is evil if there's a physiological situation that takes place obviously there are those who have belief systems we're talking for me from a more scientific the social sciences humanitarian topics so i always try to come at all topics with this because it is inner growth for all and particularly for following one's own heart and to allow you to be you means to allow others to be them and to work step by step with the things that you've been dealt so i was just trying to say physical trauma obviously is more intense because the body literally memorizes these things that's why there's also experts that you work with or i mean that's where people hopefully have the support and the love and 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 those they can go to but it's always something achievable is what i'm trying to say if you work with yourself with patience and the neutrality is what's going to help so in all of those that were listed neutrality love of self trust in life and really it's about you knowing that every day you can keep moving forward overcoming insecurity is from the mind that you begin you get to the heart and with the body you get to be in this place of neutrality as you process any feelings and or thoughts with that love for your person for humanity and the things that have taken place you can lead with neutrality if you prefer because this is where i know some people are still very very uh you know upset with individuals and life and so neutrality is the best way that you can try and work through something this is where you're allowing your body to stay in that specific place instead of fueling the flight fight which happens if you start venting and so uh, being with your person allowing to stay in moments of specific emotions this is where you get to work that out more you can balance a little bit of everything the better it is the more you practice to be in neutrality and love the less you will want to be in that battlefield because it is a habit as well and to close we are going to look at insecurity in action insecurity causes worry and concerns that can keep us stuck each person experiences different levels of insecurity and for those who get very anxious when it's happening it becomes very tough to see anything else outside of that moment now see right here in this year this was for i forget 2016 i need to remember but i had not read about the nervous system's response yet 
I had no one who had taught me that response connected to all the psychological material that I've read. I mean, the philosophers I can understand because they're philosophers. But the psychologists, I would have expected at least one of them to give me, well, I guess they're not neuroscientists, but finally I got the psychiatrist that gave me that breakdown. So right here, I didn't have where it's um, tough to see anything outside because you're in flight fight mode your emotional brain hemisphere took over with the flight fight that's why so if you can stay in a place of calm you will allow yourself not to be in that state and that's where you can work with those emotions it will not be as tough because you're choosing at the very as soon as you're dealing with it to you know it's yours you know it's okay and you're allowing the contemplative moment to take place insecurity and inner growth insecurity is something we all experience at one time or another instead of labeling it good or bad you can learn from it if you allow it to express itself and ask yourself questions as to why are you feeling this way questions are always important for the longest time people have said emotions you know that's just the way you're responding they justify that emotion because this is what other individuals said well it's that's how you're feeling you're feeling this is the part it's not about not allowing it if you don't get curious if you don't contemplate how are you going to get to the other layers of you from the mental to the emotional layers they're always going to be together because that moment is going to not only be the emotion it's going to be connected to many other aspects and then the person who chooses to bring the security from the body mind and heart you with you in being yourself and not condemning the external but instead the external happened and you get to learn once you get to the advanced place in the inner growth journey as impartiality becomes the standard feeling so you're always in neutrality exploring duality inner conflict is no longer experienced as that feeling wise you know as soon as it arises that it's the opportunity for growth not because you have leveling up in the way of i'm going to become a better no it's a lot it's allowing you to keep being yourself you're expanding you know that that's always simply that unknown that life is full of that's all you're neutral with the unknown elements of life life isn't bad people aren't bad things take place you have those things you will be very much uh, partaking in to bring that difference but it's always in the most neutral and loving way and to close our lovely questions or action steps first the in-depth self-exploration questions why am i feeling this way am i judging this me or someone is this a reflection of what i believe is this a reflection of what i feel is true in my heart if a friend was feeling this way would i think differently about what's going on what advice would i give a friend going through this and any other questions that come to mind with insecurity until you feel you've arrived at the answer so you're specifically asking about the insecurity at hand for your word bubble you have insecurity at the center and then you want to list or put around it all the words that come to your mind associated with that specific moment of insecurity the thoughts the things the feelings everything everything that comes to mind you write it down around the the word then you write that short story where you describe your insecurity as if it were playing out in real life with all the words that you used you write a second story with your insecurity resolved 
and then you just keep working with that to see what next steps you'd like to take and also the feeling trying to bring that sense of security bring your awareness to your feelings about insecurity and as you acknowledge them focus your attention to your heart too and start feeling that feeling of comfort and reassurance that you get when you know everything will be all right so that hug that i was telling you guys about or that perfect day bring that that helps as well as choosing not to fuel the flight fight so choosing to sit with all feelings do this for as long as you want while you try to pinpoint what your insecurities are telling you a feeling of comfort helps you to explore your insecurities while also bringing you to develop a different emotional relationship with them and see right here again i didn't have the nervous system's response societal engagement so this is where by following your heart tuning into your mind and heart with your harmony with your inner world and and creating this moment where you know you're experiencing life but it isn't outside of you i mean things have taken place but you're not in any physical threat it's that ego that self right here you're not engaging with what instead would happen the societal engagement flight fight freeze pause you're following your heart by choosing to stay in heart and then use the mind to rationally walk yourself through that beginning middle end with neutrality is what gets you to explore by focusing on the ego self and that need without having a villain you're stopping the duality then that battle format and that idea that you have no control if you will that the external is not in your control it's a it's a, it's a fact the unknown is not in your control but you're not going to label it as hard or easy which is what creates a different relationship but yeah this is where it's fascinating because i didn't have the nervous systems breakdown so i'm reading this and i'm like ah if i had had that i would have added a little bit tidbit but i did that now looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic so calling in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com by the way remember you guys can become supporters of the anchor podcast it's always helpful and uh, to keep the podcast going and you can also become patron members for anyone who loves that platform i'll be back tomorrow in the meantime have a great day everyone